on the edge of real and cyberspace. There's one place you can go, and you found it. Welcome to Nightwise.com, the one and only podcast with hacks, tips, and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. And today, we are coming to you from a very noisy London, where we are going to see what's going on in the mobile market. Remember the time when smartphones used to be all Apple, or Nokia, or Microsoft, or Acer? Well, those times are gone. These days, the big battle between the big companies and your side pocket is between Samsung and Apple. And today we are here in London to see what is Samsung's next move. We're going to go to a press conference of the Samsung company where they're going to talk about their next line of laptops, the Atrium line, and what they have lined up for us in the Galaxy lines of phones. Is the market going to change? Is it going to be all Apple again? Is it going to be all Samsung again? Or is it an all-out fighting war for your side pocket? Nightwise.com's right here in London on the scene, and we're going to tell you and show you what's going on. The Samsung Galaxy and Ative premiere event at Earl's Court in London was the company's chance to finally line up their entire product line of smartphones, tablets and laptops in one big presentation, while also giving us a look at the new members of their product family. In an impressive one-hour presentation, Samsung gave a roundup of the products that currently were on the market and a first look at some of the recently announced products like the Galaxy Zoom, the S4 Mini and the Galaxy Active. With these three cousins, Samsung builds on its successful Galaxy legacy by adding a smaller and cheaper version of the S4, the S4 Mini. But with the S4 Active, Samsung also added an S4 that is suitable for those more sporty among us who like to use their S4 in rougher surroundings, as for example, underwater. I know, we're, we're all afraid of dropping our phone in the water, right? Now, with the Active, I can take it to the bath with me without worrying. Okay, so I think we've got the concept. Let's test it. Can I do that? Yes. You're sure about this? Yes. Okay, as long as you remember, I did ask for permission to do this. So imagine you're on your, uh, your smartphone, okay? Uh, you pop down the shops, down the local high street. Uh, you go into a pet shop, all right? As you're going in, chip on a tortoise. Oh, there goes your smartphone. <laughs> into an aquarium. I'll just put it in the middle so you can actually see it on camera there. Let's turn it over. And you can see it's still functioning underwater. Um, if I wanted to take pictures underwater with it, can I do that? Uh, well, if you dive into the tank, yes. You want me to dive into the tank now? Is that something? Shall I put the speedos on and, and do no, it? No, not now. Not now. Uh, just kidding. Okay. We have something called the aqua mode for you to help you with underwater pictures. Okay, I'm getting it. Um, the touchscreen, does that work underwater? No, the touchscreen doesn't work, but with aqua mode, you can use the volume rocker as a camera button, and it will also enhance the look and feel of underwater pictures. So it's not meant to be a high-end underwater photography, of course, but the S4 Active is fully protected for up to 30 minutes under one meter of water. However, what stood out was Samsung's experiment to glue a smartphone to a point-and-shoot, creating the first camera phone with an actual optical zoom. 
This mutation of the Galaxy S4 has the capacity for excellent snapshots or embarrassing situations, as you will need to explain its bulging form factor sticking out of your front pocket as being your smartphone and not a token of your excitement. I talk and shoot. I shoot and talk. I talk and zoom. Talk and zoom. Samsung Galaxy S4 Zoom. The announcement of Samsung's new line of Ative computers did not have us excited right off the bat. We had expected some new Ultrabook-like devices running Windows 8, and with the announcement of the Book 9 and its lighter sister, Samsung did just that. Aside from the massive 3200 by 1800 resolution on the 13-inch display, specs were not that different of what we see on an Ultrabook in the market today. However, our eyebrows did rise up noticeably when Samsung announced the rest of the line. We took a close peek at some of the more interesting additions to the Ative family. We're here backstage at the uh, Samsung Ative presentation for Nightwise.com. And one of the products that has definitely caught our attention is this one, the Samsung Active Q, a 13-inch, what can only be called hybrid device, which is actually a 13-inch tablet with a massive, massive resolution the highest resolution up to now. Even the Apple MacBook's Retina. Even the MacBooks can really suck this. Um, beautiful 13-inch display. It's gonna take a plutonium power plant to run this baby. According to Samsung, we're gonna have a battery life of about eight hours. The great thing of this is that you have the built-in keyboard. You have a full Windows 8 experience and actually different modes to operate the device. This sounds like something that is innovative, that has not been done before, and that has brought the line of both um, the Galaxy tablets and the Ative desktops or laptops together. This is the Jon Snow bastard of Samsung, the mix between a tablet and a laptop with an incredible screen and a high processor. Whether or not this thing is really going to take off is going to depend on the price and the battery life. As I said, Samsung says eight hours plus, we'll see. And depending on the price of this baby, it could be either the one thing you want or the one thing you cannot afford. And the most important part that we forgot to mention, as I said, it is the Jon Snow bastard of Android. Not only is it a love child between a tablet and a laptop, it also features a fantastic dual OS. This is the first device that can actually run Android and Windows, not RT, full Windows at the same time. And according to Samsung, you can play Android's Angry Birds in Windows on this device. This is something that we surely want to watch out to as the podcast for the cross-platform geek. This is the most slider-friendly device we have seen today, featuring a multi-platform experience where you can not only boot into either a mobile low-powered OS, but also into a full-powered Windows OS. This is the sliders device that we might have been waiting for.
if Samsung has today blatantly copied one form factor, then it must have been this thing. No, it's not an iMac, it just looks like one. This is the Samsung 815. Windows 8 desktop, and I'm gonna read the specs here, 21 inch with a 1920 by 1080 display, which is lower than the massive resolution of their 13 inch tablet that we talked about earlier. Uh, runs Windows 8, four gigabytes of RAM, one terabyte hard drive, 720p camera, gigabit ethernet. Basically, this is an iMac running Windows 8. Um, it's a very daring concept, and we don't know what the price is gonna be like, but this is actually a pretty interesting device. It comes with more ports than the iMac still has, and I don't know what the price is gonna be. So depending on what Samsung's gonna put this thing to market with, this might be an interesting and stylish device to put in your home or in your living room. What I like about it is that it actually looks like a giant tablet, setting forth the trend that Samsung so far has chosen of making all of its devices look alike. One of the nice features that they have implemented here is side loading, or, or side loading or side syncing, where whenever one of the Samsung devices that you own comes around of this, comes in the immediate area of this device, it will actually sync the content up to this device as a big central media hub. With that, Samsung is continuing to tighten the bonds around this proprietary family and the proprietary services that it offers between Android and Windows and Windows RT devices. Having this Samsung Ative One 5 as a central hub for your technology in your house. Well, we've seen some of the products that are pretty interesting on this presentation, but as I said, we still don't have any prices. But sometimes Samsung gets it wrong. At least that's what I think about the Samsung, Samsung Ative Tab 3. This is a 10-inch device that has a, a memory of two gigabytes, uh, sports a uh, 64 gigabytes of storage, and uh, will deliver up to a eight hour battery life with LTE. It sounds great, it sounds nice for a tablet, but there's one problem. This baby runs the full version of Windows 8, making it the impossible child in Samsung's product gallery. It is too small to, be a full, to run a full-sized Windows OS. It is not only too small when it comes to the screen, it is also too small when it comes to onboard memory and storage. Knowing the massive amount of memory that Windows 8, the full version, does require from a device like this, it might not be an ideal thing to use. But still, Samsung puts it to market. We don't have a price yet, but this should have been either a Windows RT product or a different form factor with larger specs to really succeed. We don't know if this is the best thing that they brought to market today. It's probably not. But still, the Windows 8 of Tab 3 is kind of the odd one out in the Samsung family. Where the Galaxy Zoom had us frowning about the viability of such a weird combination between a smartphone and a point-and-shoot, Samsung's presentation about their new NX camera took that very doubt from our minds. A combination of a high-powered DSLR camera with 13 interchangeable lenses, an Android operating system and an LTE connection might just be 
every paparazzi's wet dream. Where the S4 Zoom is good enough for the oversharing Instagram addictee, the NX goes for the shutterbug with a little bit more cash to spend. At a steep estimated price, it might still fill a hole in the market we didn't know existed in the first place. With this plethora of products and exotic new form factors overwhelming us, we decided to talk to the press and ask what they made of it. I'm here with Dimpo from ITN Productions and she is just like me, somebody who is around here to check out what Samsung has to offer. As a press to press, I don't know, uh, get together. What do you think of the presentation? I was very impressed, um, especially with the Samsung Galaxy Zoom and also with the NX. So camera-wise and mobile-wise, do you think that Samsung is starting to take the lead? I think they're doing a very good job competing with their competitors. Um, I think um, they're heading in the way that social media is at the moment. Everything with their NX as well, they've got the opportunity to upload all your, all your photos to any apps that you have, anything that you want to download, onto Facebook, Twitter, so it's easily accessible for all your social media friends out there. And what about uh, the thought that uh, Samsung is taking Android a little bit too far? They're adding more and more features to the open operating systems that some people might say they are really turning it into something that is completely proprietary, just like Apple does. I don't think they are. I think Samsung are in their own league. Samsung HTC, Apple, they all have something different to offer. And I think Samsung are you know, have announced some really, really good products today. Okay, so you've talked about your most impressive product. Yeah. What was the one that you went like, eh? I don't know, I think I need to walk around more and have a hands-on feel with all the products in before I can decide. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. Enjoy your tour. And it's been nice talking to you. You too, thank you. Using the powerful art of misdirection, we were distracted from the fact that we had not heard a single price point for these new products. To achieve this feat, we were treated to not one, but two mini-concerts after the event. The talented Emily Sandé offered up an impressive performance, and just when we thought that nobody could top that, the over-energetic Will I Am made sure that question was answered. Well, that's all we have time for this week on Nightwise.com and it's the end of my little trip to London for the Samsung Ative Premiere event. It was a lot of fun. It's actually very um, energetic and very demanding to cover an event like that, but I had a lot of fun. In the end, it's pretty interesting. We are starting to see new things coming to the market where basically we take two things we know and we smash them together and we see if they stick. With the Samsung NX, a DSLR camera with an LTE Android backend, definitely something that might be right up the alley of some professional photographers who quickly want to upload their stuff to the internet. But at a price point about, of about 1,500 euros, you can buy a very, very decent DSLR camera for that amount of money. And in that price range, Samsung is really going to be some, a product uh, or a, a producer that delivers quality in the DSLR market for that price point. The Samsung Galaxy uh, Zoom, well, yeah, it's uh, 
point shoot and a bone smashed together, which makes you look like a total tool if you are caught calling with your camera phone. But in the end, it does give you some very interesting options. I don't know if you want to use it as a phone or as an Uber sharing super device. If you're an Instagram slut or somebody who loves to post uh, pictures on Twitter or Flickr straight away, it might be something that's really up your alley. It's actually perfect for the holidays if you can afford the roaming charges. As I said in the article that I posted online, the Hulk is doing the innovation with Sa at Samsung for the moment. Hulk smash. Hulk smash things together. Hulk smash camera phone and laptop. Uh, or camera phone and camera together. See if it sticks. Hulk smash DSLR camera and smartphone together. See if it sticks. Hulk smash laptop and tablet together. See if it sticks. We'll see if it sticks. Samsung sure has the time and the money and the advantage in the market to experiment with these kinds of things and see if they stick. If any of these products are going to be abundant in the mainstream in any time soon, I don't really know. They're pretty first gen, what we'll see. Well, but that's about it this week on Nightwise.com. I'm going to go sleep in the train. It's been a pretty exhausting trip, but I had a lot of fun. So I'll leave you with some uh, outro clips of what we've been doing over there and uh, what the atmosphere was like. And we'll see you guys next week on the edge of real and cyberspace, where there is one place you can go. Nightwise.com, Ag Tips and Tweaks, Cross Platform Geeks. See ya.